0: May 16th, 2022. This morning's class and the classes throughout the week are donated by James and Rishi Hadid in honor of the upcoming marriage of their daughter, Esther Lee, to Mr. Isaac Sayed. We're in Massechet Sanhedrin, Andaf Samech Het Amud Bet, at the very top of the page, the beginning of a new Perek. The Mishnah, and uh, throughout this Perek, we'll be talking generally about Ben Sorer Umore. The Gemara, the Mishnayot, will bring us in another direction once we begin talking about Ben Sorer Umore. But as Rashi points out, Ben Soreiro More is the last on that list of circumstances of wrongdoings on Dafnun Gimal that we read about in which if a person were to do this wrong action, he's Hayav Sekila. So this is the last of those cases. We had many cases, we talked about them throughout the last chapter and throughout the last Perek. Of uh, Averot for which you're liable to the death penalty of Sikilah. So here's Ben Sorer Umore. Interestingly, we won't define Ben Sorer Umore until a next Mishnah. This Mishnah will talk about the age appropriateness for a person who's Ben Sorer Umore. Very briefly, what the Torah tells us about a Ben Sorer Umore is it's a rebellious child. The Torah describes it as Zolel Visove, which we'll understand from the Mishnah, from the Gemara afterwards means their gluttonous and their eating and their drinking and in turn the Torah says this child after the appropriate procedure is put to death. So that's very briefly, now we want to talk about which child are we talking about. It says the Mishnah, ben soreru Me Naasa ben more. So it kind of begins with what we're talking about. Again, it was the last of the cases in the Mishnah that we need to deal with. So ben so to speak, colon. Now let's talk about it. Me'em from what age naasa ben more. What is the ta- the age beginning at which point we look at this child and we determine from their actions their ben sorer more but it's got to be age-appropriate says the Mishnah Mishiyavi Sheteh arot so the beginning ages of course is a reference to hairs in the private area and that's a sign of maturity so it means that's the beginning age Ve'ad Shiyakif Zeghan tahton and then there's a time limit so it's not uh, that this continues forever it's not that an adult is a Ben mure. it's from the age where the maturity in terms of the growth of hairs begins, and there's two until it's filled out, it's referred to as Zakan Hatahton, Zakan literally, as the Mishnah will make clear for us in a moment means a beard, but instead of referring to the beard that we have on our faces it's referring to the beard in the private area, says the Mishnah Velo we're referring to To uh, to the hairs in the private area as opposed to in the exposed area. So, why do we refer to it as, so to speak, a zakan? It's a little bit misleading to call it a beard. However, the rabbis, instead of talking explicitly about this, they refer to it as a zakan, they refer to it until it fills out. So, it means that our Mishnah is defining for us the age, uh, the age uh, the structure, or what, what's the uh, the age, uh, the beginning and end ages at which point a person will be ben soreh more. If they're above the age, and we'll see in just a moment, it's only referring to a male. If they're above the age of milui Zekantahton, they're no longer ben soreh more. If they're below the age of shete Sa'arot, they're not beginning to be ben soreh more. Shene Imam says. Had I no shetese arot is not on the face. Certainly, it certainly always is, and this is really um, probably only from the next words that we're referring to. Achi Maleze sounds like it's filling out what our shetese arot were. emar the Mishnah concludes by quoting a Pasuki ki le'ish bin. So the pasuk in the Torah in Parashat Ki says, "Ki yihyel leish if lo alen or a, child, a person has a child who is ben soreh umore enenu shomea bekolavib kol imo as in heed the words of his father and mother." We already did talk about what that means, we'll talk again about what that means, and this child is not listening to them, but let's pay attention to the initial words in the Pasuk. First and foremost, the Pasuk is clear in the eyes of the rabbis that we're referring to a Ben as opposed to a Bat. This is only for males, not for females. The Gemara later on, will point out to us that this is a Gezerat katub. There's no good reason, per se, that we can come up with that the Chachamim were able to uh, conjure up in their minds as to why this should be applicable specifically to a male and not to a female. If anything, the Chachamim suggests, Females might be, if they're already in a gluttonous state of mind at a young age, they might be more promiscuous as they get older. And again, that is the fear. That's the issue. That the Torah is yored, the Torah is, so to speak, descending to the mindset and the circumstances that will bring a person to sin. If you are already at a young age, gluttonous with regards to eating and drinking, we're nervous as the Torah, you'll be stealing from people, from your parents in order to to derive all sorts of benefits and hedonistic drives when you get older. Why would we confine that to a male and not to a female? Gezerata So that's the first statement here in the Mishnah. Ki ben, ben But that didn't really help us with regards to the issue we were talking about. We were talking about the age. Continues the Mishnah, it says, not only will I derive ben velobat, I'll derive as well ben velo ish. It's got to be a child as opposed to a... Grown adult, that's an ish, and that's what we're deriving from the word ben. It doesn't say kiel ish, ish, or uh, it says ki ish ben, we understand that as a child. Katan patur misfot, and then the mishtan, its final words wanders out loud but well, why below the age of is there not a liability? After all, it's not as if you're confining this to as it has to be a more mature zone. You're deriving this after all from the word Ben. Ben, in the eyes of the rabbis, is denoting that it's a child. If it's a child, Maybe it's a very young child. Maybe it's a katan, even below the age of that maturity sign of Shete se'arot. says the Mishnah, don't think that way because a child is lo higi'a mitzvot. A child is not a part, It's not a bindaat And as a result, he's not part of mitzvot, not part, part of onashim. And as a result, don't even imagine him as a part of us. So it's a very interesting zone we're dealing with. We're dealing with from sheteh se'arot until a fuller maturity. That's the age zone. That's the word I was looking for earlier for a ben he's for this matter he's a bin important question for this matter he's still a bin he's only an ish when he has an important question you ask generally speaking we look at as a marking for maturity to the extent that they're fully, full Bar over here it's the beginning of being a Ben. Says the Gemara, Katan minalan de patur. So we finish the Mishnah by talking about the Katan, about the child below the age of shete Se'arot. It says the Gemara, how do you know he's patur? How do you know that person's not liable to the death penalty of Sekila that a Ben soreiro Moreh gets? Asks the Gemara, minalan? That's your question? From where is this to us? You need a source? The end of the Mishnah told us the reasoning. You don't need a pasuk when you have a general, solid reasoning. I mean, why would you have even imagined? It was almost, I would imagine, in our eyes, superfluous. It was unnecessary for the Mishnah to teach us that at the end. That a katan is not a part? We never talk about it. We always know ketanim are not a part of punishments or mitzvot. You need now a pasuk? As if the Mishnah needed to mention this, now the Gemara is searching for a for a proof in the Vitu. And furthermore, hecha ashkehan, hecha, where ashkehan do we find the anashakatub that the Torah, that the Pesukim bring forth a punishment for any child. Dehaqa that over here, we should need a pasuk. Liba'eba'i means the need lmiftire to make this this child exempt. It's a two-pronged, similarly question, similarly similarly worded and directed question, but effectively what the Gemara says is, number one, the Mishnah answered that question, you no. don't need a pasuk, and number two, even if the Mishnah didn't answer that question of, how do you know a katan is not a part of Ben Sorero more uh, I don't understand why we would ever need a pasuk. I don't even understand why the Mishnah, so to speak, needed to mention that. Says the Gemara, Anan, we, this is what we were saying, or this is what we are saying. In other words, that question at the beginning of the Gemara, Katan you misunderstood it It wasn't this question, we pulled it out of the hat and asked that question. We had a reason for asking that question. We had a reason why we were nervous that maybe a Katan is even a part of this time zone of Ben Sorero More. Atu Ben More al do you mean to tell me, did you really believe that a this child who eating and drinking gluttonously, that child is being punished because of too much meat? A little too much wine? That's not why they're being punished. As I told you already, which we're supposed to know already. We're supposed to assume this. We're supposed to be aware of the Pisukim in the Torah and understand Ben has nothing to do with the actions per se that the child did right then. Al It's only because of what the child will do. Al Shem sofon Afilu Me. In other words, if the argument is such that um, the reason this child's being punished is because of his actions right now, you're right. The whole thing is unnecessary. We don't need to mention why and how we know that the child is exempt from death Now, Of course he's exempt from death penalty. The child, if he does any sin in any context, is not liable for death penalty. All right, we tell the parents, you're not supposed to be giving him yisurim, entire sugyan, You're not supposed to, but he's not being punished for it. The child the child is lavvaron ashimded. The child is loyal gil mitzvot. However, over here, at the very core, this action per se is not why he's being punished. He's being punished because the Torah is telling us what action he will be coming to. It's a preview of sorts. And as a result, since it's a preview, maybe if you can have the preview even from the age of Katmut. Yes. I can tell you why can we read this so uh obviously but why can't you read this uh we're saying that bin is never uh, and not executed or in Torah, why you this from this example? You want a binyana, that's what you're asking? Yeah. From here to in general, or katan? No, no yeah, I'm we saying Because we said saying katan is labarda'at. So logic defies such a binyana. Correct. Well, it says here Ben will be punished. So then why so- can we think that it is a true ben. that's the question of the Gemara the question of the Gemara is maybe we can extend Ben ben to being full-fledged Katan. that's the question the the counter question is but it's illogical Mm -hmm. the response is maybe it's not so illogical Maybe since we're not treating them per se for the action right now, we can make the claim. I can open up to the Torah, I can read a word, but if it's illogical what I'm trying to derive from it, I can't make that claim. Instead, we're arguing, as this is really what Charlie was asking earlier as well, is that from Shaytay Se'arot, that's what we're defining as Ben. Why so? Why not define it as? It's illogical, says the Gemara. It's not so illogical. Do you understand? And so now the Gemara says, so what is the. This is important questions. When we get to Dafayin Beit, we'll deal with him. Of course, Robbie will speak up in this context. I remember from a young age, it's the first passage I learned in Me'am Lo'ez. I remember reading the passage in Me'am Lo'ez on this matter, because not only is, there, is, is that an important, we talked about this really during the summer as well, on Daftet there's Zayin, Rosh Shana, there's a stark contradiction. On the one hand, you're telling me, Ben Moreh, Nidon Al Shem what he's going to do. On the other hand, the Gemara, Rosh Shana, Daftet says, Ba'asher Husham, Doresh the Pesukim, Yishmael is judged by his actions in this moment, says Vashi from the Midrash, but the Malachim are pointing out to Akadosh Baruch Hu in the future, do you know what the descendants of Yismael are going to do to Am Yisrael? Answers Akadosh Baruch Hu and I, I, I'm only done at Adam, fi Ma'asav which means to say, I give the opportunity for change. I don't determine based on future actions. Important question. Let me, when we get to Dafa'im bit, deal with it. Maharshan, our sugya over here, as well as in Rosh has, has an interpretation for that but okay, so that's the explanation of our Gemara at this point as to why we're looking we're searching for a source, why katan is not a part of ben sorer umore and furthermore ben Veloish. when I read in the pasuk that it says ben, and I'm deriving, and not a grown man, katan Mashma. As Charlie, as Joe Levy said, it sounds like a child. We should include a child. So, what is your source? And I was, you can't give me the logic source. The Mishnah seemed to, to be giving me logic. It's not good enough reasoning over here. In general, I'll accept it. That's when the action is what makes them liable. Over here, the action is only a siman. The action is only a preview of what's to come. Who said it's what to come? HaKadosh us what to come. That's what the Torah tells me. Parashat I know what he's going to come to in the future. Well, that be in the case? Maybe a child as well. Rav. in the name of Rav has the following derasha. De'amar Kera Le'ish Ben. Now it's true. The Simple reading of the pasuk is when a man has a child. Instead of reading it as when a man has a child, here's the derasha. When a man... And the child, or rather, when a child is on his way to manhood, The interpretation is the word ish, juxtaposed to the word ben, is teaching me ben hasamuch shel ish. We're dealing with a circumstance and an age in which the child is close to the strength to get to the maturity of a man, which means to say below the age of Shete It's not so. Now, again, the simple reading of the Pasuk is not rendering this. Pasuk says when a man has a child. But the understanding is those words lead me to believe as well, and we'll see in just a moment in the Gemara, the Torah could have phrased this differently. And as a result, I understand this as not ben soreh It doesn't just say when there will be, it's a ben soreh When there's a man who has a baby, And in turn, we're doresh, The son and the father, or the child and the adult, are juxtaposed to tell us that it's a child who's at the age when they're on their way, they're transitioning into Gevurato Shel Ish. It's a very small window, smaller than you believe. The Gemara will, in just a few lines, if we get there today, tell us it's a three-month window. That's it, nothing more nothing less, which of course lends credence to the opinion we'll see later on, that ben Soreno more It's very hard for this to happen, there's going to be many other details that make this difficult to happen. Just so paired... That's an important question, we'll see this question addressed, in the, we'll this question addressed in the Gemara. We'll see this question addressed in the Gemara. What's that? We'll have to. Uh, I I got you, Rabbi. I'll I'll deal with it when I get there. I will tell you at this point. I know the Torah says so. Uh, to to argue certainly at this point, at this with our knowledge uh, up until now, to say that it's just a warning in the Torah is a bit much. You know, I, I will tell you, of course. Your mindset, I'm going to sharpen it a little, make it a little bit uh, more kosher. Your mindset is reminiscent of ayin tahat ayin. Ayin tahat the Gemara tells us in the 8th Patek of Masechet, is not mamash, it's mamon, it's only money. So why does the Torah say ayin tahat It seems to be describing to us, as several of the Mephashim suggest, values. This is the way it, so to speak, should be. So again, it'll be along your line of thought, Ben this is the way it should be. So young man, are you listening? This is the way it should be, which per se might not translate into actuality, as again the Gemara will suggest. Parenthetically, I'll just mention on Shabbat, Charles Shehebar in the class raised the following issues. Is What if a child gets older during Sifirat HaOmer? In other words, they started the first 10 days, first two days, first day of Sifirat HaOmer, they were not yet bar mitzvah. And then they get old. They get to bar mitzvah age, during the Omer. Uh, do they continue reading, uh, counting with the Biracha or not? Now, when they were a child, the shem Okay, but now that they're an adult, did the counting initially, uh, did it qualify for them? Was it uh, part of their register? Hacham in I showed him on Shabbat says that the child cannot continue counting with a beracha. I should listen to others. There is a claim from there's a big debate and discussion about this. But there's a there's there, there in in the book Eres Sevi and other other bring a proof suggest a proof from our gemara that maybe the child could continue counting with a beracha. You see the issue that overrides the the matter that really makes it difficult is that the Torah says that it needs to be sheva. Shabbatot temimot; it needs to be complete weeks, and in turn we understand it as complete bechiyu. you You needed to be obligated in the mitzvah from beginning until end, and in turn, if you weren't obligated initially, so you might say, "But I counted," but your counting didn't count as anything on the real, quote-unquote, biblical halachic realm. You're a child; it didn't count as a it didn't qualify as a counting. That's the claim against. Right? That's the Hacham yosef and many poskim claim against. Now the counterclaim says, "Look at our Gemara." Our Gemara is suggesting that an action performed with a mind on what's going to take place in gadlut might qualify. After all, our Gemara says this child, although in the moment their action is insignificant, they're a child, there's are zolel visoveh, but they're a child, says the Gemara, if I didn't have a pasuk to teach me otherwise, I would have said that that action qualifies, but they're below the age of Shete searot. But who cares, I'm not qualifying it based on what's taking place now. I'm looking at in the future what's going to take place, and in turn saying, Retroactively, this action in this moment is a significant one. The argument in turn is my counting as a child in the first two days, 10 days, 15 days, 48 days of the Omer, it's insignificant. It was nothing. Say, as a child, I got to 49. Now you're an adult. You got to five, whatever the number is. When you become bar mitzvah, no, no, but wait a second. My counting until now was with the mindset that I'm going to be older. Maybe it should qualify. That's the counter argument amongst many others, but it's, uh, it's brought as, as a proof from our. Gemara. Okay, continues the Gemara over here. If you recall the Mishnah told us that it's from the age of Shetese Arot until Hak until Milui or Hakatat Zekan Tahton, until the private area is filled with hair. It says the Gemara Tane erbihyya akif atara. So his statement which is Mysterious because it's trying to explain the words of Mishnah but it doesn't bring it much further in terms of explaining it. It says it's until the Atara. Atara literally is the crown, which of course is a reference to the private area, and it says it's until it's nikaf. Nikaf means it's surrounded. And that's what the Mishnah said. Did it help us in understanding? Says so the Gemara two interpretations as to what that means. Kiataravdimi. When dimi arrived in Bavel from Eretz Israel, he said Amar hakafat gid hakafat betim. He says it's a reference to private area above as opposed to below in terms of filling with hair. And Rashi explains the area above is faster to grow hairs as opposed to the lower area. And as a result, this is a faster or, or a shorter period of time. It's from sheteh Arot until above, that's what we're referring to, is filled with hair as opposed to below in the private male area. of oh, chasta, katan sheholi. So that's the statement here in the Gemara. So it continues the Gemara. Uh, now that we dealt with that, okay, we dealt with the biological end of matters, let's go in a different direction. It says the Gemara, amarav chasta, katan What about a child, says Rav Hasda, who has a child? Can that child, in turn, become a ben sorer umore now Again, the child we're referring to over here is obviously not below the age of sheteh se'arot. If it's below the age of sheteh se'arot, forget yeah. about having a child. So we're talking about a katan from the age of sheteh se'arot until ha-kafat zekan They're in that, what we call, three-month period, which maybe I shouldn't have told you that already. It'll be part of the challenge here in the Gemara. But you're in that period and you have a child and you, in turn, not you, that person, in turn, becomes a ben sorer umore. Do they get Qualified? Do they get put to death as a ben soreh more? Absolutely not, says Rav How do you know? She emar ki yihye le ish ben, le ben ve'lo le ben ben. the The pasuk, pasuk says, when there'll be to a ish, a ben. Ish sounds like he's not a child any longer. He has so the goes ki ish bin as opposed to ki bin Ben, and our understanding in turn is that if you have a child already, you're no longer, you're no longer um able to be considered a person who will be a Ben Sorero more. It's a funny, crazy situation. It's a very young father, but that's the circumstance we're suggesting. A very young father who becomes a Ben Sorero more is not qualified as a Ben Sorero more to the extent that, the assumption over here is there is time. We'll we'll challenge whether there is time. We're assuming there is time. Assuming somehow there is time, have that child some way or another, biologically this works out, you then go off the beaten track, you're not put to death. What's that? You have a child, you have a child and you start acting out. You're a little kid, somehow you had a child already, and now you start acting out. We can't overthink this yet, because the Gemara will overthink it in just a few lines. In other words, how and when did this take place, how do you figure this out, biologic, all that sort of stuff. We'll deal with briefly in the Gemara, but that's the case. You have a child, you're below the age of ha-kafat <laughs> you're already passed, obviously, sheteh <laughs> you're not put to death with sikilah. What's the derasha? Kiyel le ish le'ish bin. Le'ish the derasha is velo bin, bin. So I was all right, that's a very nice interpretation, fantastic halacha. I have a question, though. We already were doresh that pasuk. Remember the pasuk with this pasuk? We already dealt with this pasuk. We said there was an extra word in the pasuk. Kiyel le'ish bin. It didn't need to say that word ish. It could have said ki bin, when there'll be a child. What's le ish bin? We made a derasha. We said, if you recall Rav Yehuda, in the name of Rav, it's to qualify the time period during during which we begin Ben It's from It was Ben Ish. If you recall, it was only when there's because the child is on his way to maturity. Now you've given me a whole other dirashah. Your derasha now is that the child can't have a child. Uh, which one is it? it says hey, means this. means we need. We need this pasuk already. We need that extra word of Ish for the halacha we learned earlier just a few lines ago of Rav Yehuda and the name of Rav that we start from Shete Se'arot answers the Gemara no we can still learn both halachos what are both halachot number one Shete Se'arot number two it can't this child can't be a father imken kera ki ye ben leish it says, if the Dirasha was clean like Rabbi Udama, Rav uda marav, so then it should have, and perhaps could have read as, ben le'ish, if you're talking about it's the child who's on his way to becoming an adult, mention child-adult. Ki ben, when there's a child, le'ish, on his way to being a man. It doesn't say that, it says when, there's a, man, when a man has a child. So we said they're close to one another, but the ordering is a bit off, it says the Gemara, why is it in the opposite order, we can derive from this, like the Halakha that this is a Halakha which is teaching us that there needs to not be a child to the to the this, this child cannot have a son, says the Gemara, if that's the case, so according to your reading, maybe that's all we learned from it, we learn the Halakha learn is that this ben Soreiro More can't have a child. I don't learn anything about Shetese se'arot. Shetese se'arot does not derive from this pasuk, in which case a child, child, a real child below the age of Shetese se'arot could be a ben soreiro More, Says the Gemara, no, there's still a, a property that the pasuk could have been written differently. Im ken nema kera ben ish. leish ben The pasuk then could have said there's a child of a man, ben-ish, or child-man. In other words, we're talking about a child, a man, and telling you that the child doesn't have a child. It didn't need to say ben-le-ish, that description of child-to-man teaches us two things. Number one, it teaches us that we're talking about the child does not have a child. He's just a child. He does not a father. And secondly, we're deriving the halachah <laughs> <laughs> of she she'mamina. I derive from this tarte two things. Yes. Yeah, if, if this child had a daughter, is he is he still qualified for punishment? You're taking this very literally, because if this 12 half year old, thirteen year old boy had a daughter. No, 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 no. Bec- no, I don't think so. Because again, ben, we're understanding as opposed to ish. Ish, we were understand. No, again, no, 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 again, no, the, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's not the derasha. The derasha is kiel ish bin. But it doesn't say, so, so the derasha is that the ish, uh, again, it's. Rabbi Hastaz <laughs> derasha is, it's not a bin who has a bin. Right. Yes, as opposed to. It's very specific, a <laughs> bin, when it's a bin, it's a bin. <laughs> Katan Saudi it n binuna Asa ben Solomon she ye li ish ben li ish ben velo but the research again is from ish ben as opposed to saying ke le ben ben i don't know if it would have read this i think it's still the same thing it's ish ben I don't know, I got to think about it. I'm not sure. To... Yes, it's the ish as opposed to the bin. That's that's my understanding of the Rasha. So, as the Gemara, all of this that we just mentioned from Rav Hasta is pedigah de It disagrees with Rabbah. How so? Well, the assumption thus far was that a child, according to Rav Hasta, could have a child. Again, it's a child above the age of Shete Se'arot. But not fully matured yet, could have a child, right? And that's why we're saying it could have a child. If they do have the child, well, they're not considered ben or more, but it means biologically speaking, we're assuming that this child could have a child. I'm looking at a young, young man who has sheteh se'arot, who isn't fully mature biologically in his physical growth, and nonetheless, he could have a child. So as the Kemara, you should know, Rabbah disagrees with that. And we'll have to suffice with the proof that Rabbah disagrees with that today and then finish the conversation tomorrow. Pligah <laughs> de de Amar Rabbah, Rabbah's claim and statement in proving from the Torah. This is one of those interesting circumstances where the Gemara will not look around and say, well, let's just figure out what's there. Says, let's prove this from the Torah. Let's prove from texts in the Torah that a child could or cannot have children. Question, Charles? Yeah, real quick. So, you know, I mean. Or Is going to come here or yes it's in it's in our panic to come give it a bit uh, no, a daff and a half uh, says the Gemara of, uh, and you're already so i mentioned this early very briefly you're already understanding how we can fathom that there are so many intricate details to Ben Sorero more it's hard to imagine that they're all gonna be matched it's not to say that never say never That's, that, that appears to be the direction of it. There are so many details that are hard to line up that, you know, it's, so to speak, almost impossible. A child, even above the age of cannot biologically have a child. Well, how does he know that? So, very briefly, the circumstance in the Torah, the halacha in the Torah. This is the beginning of Bemidbar, in Parashat Naso. The Torah talks about the following circumstance: a person has stolen from another person, and after being after stealing from that person, they're confronted. They deny any wrongdoing. So you have Shimon stole from Reuven. Reuven confronts him and says, you stole from me. Shimon is taken to court and he swears I did not steal from him. What are we going to do? He, stu- he swears against him, there's no proof. However, he, uh, he subsequently does Teshubah and he admits, the truth is, I did steal from him. I stole from Reuven. What are we to do in such a circumstance? Three things we do to them. They pay Kirin, they pay the principal, you stole a hundred dollars, you pay a hundred dollars. They pay Homesh, they pay a fifth on top of that as a penalty. So they paid an additional $20, and then they bring a korban asham. That's the halacha in the Torah. They bring an additional korban. Now, that all being the case, what if the person whom they stole from, Reuven, has passed away? Says the Torah, they go to the descendants. They give to the relatives of Reuven instead of Reuven. What about if Reuven doesn't have descendants and relatives? Says the Torah, you give it to the Kohen. Question is when do you find the circumstance where a person who's a member of Am Yisrael doesn't have any relatives to whom you can pay the money? In this circumstance, yeah. so again, says the Torah, "In ish asks asks lo can you really find the circumstance where there's no redeemer, there's no relative who would inherit the estate of this deceased person? Ela, rather, the circumstance must be, Begezel hager hakatub medaber. Must be, the Torah is talking about specifically, a convert from whom you stole or reuven stole. Now, listen carefully. Ve'amar and the Torah says, Ish, the Torah again says, Im en la Ish go'el. If the man, we're understanding that as the mature man, doesn't have a descendant. Isha tatsarich la'chazor alav im lo go'alim. Vim lav... Katan, imesh lo gualim v'imlav kama. Katan iat le lechazer alav biyadush in lo Period. Rabba's statement goes as follows: When is it that the Torah tells us that we must be searching for the relatives to determine who to pay to? Well, that's in a circumstance again where this man is a convert. I don't know about any relatives. Go out and figure out if he has any relatives. That's only if he's a man. If he's a child then he's a convert, it's unnecessary. Just go straight to the Kohen. Just go straight to the Kohen. Maybe he has relatives. Halachically speaking, all converts before having children have no relatives. If he's a man, so then he might have descendants. That's why you're searching. Does he have any descendants? If he's not a man, you need not look for descendants. Go straight to the Kohen. Reuven, who stole from Shimon, now admitting it Who am I going to pay to? Pay straight to the Kohen Pay straight to the Kohen Why are you paying straight to the Kohen? Find out if he has any descendants He was a child at the time of death <coughs> The understanding in turn of Rabbah Is a child cannot have children Let me repeat the proof one more time And then wrap it up for you We started with <coughs> the statement of Rav Hasda. Rav Hasta said, if a child has a child, they cannot be ben soreru the Le'ish ben was our derasha. So the Gemara, that disagrees with the opinion of Raba. How do you know? Because Raba says, <coughs> in the context of gezel hager, a person who stole from a convert, the halakha in the Torah is imen la'ish goel. If the man does not have a relative, give it to the kohen. Wait a second. What if it's not a man? What if it's a child? In that circumstance, of course you give it to the Kohen. In other words, the halacha is if he's an adult and he's a convert, check his children. Maybe he has children. Then those will be his halachic relatives and you'll give to them. If he's not an adult, well, you don't even need a check. Why don't they need a check? Give it straight to the Kohen. Why give it straight to the Kohen? Maybe he has children. Clearly, says Rabbah, the Torah is telling you quite clearly if you read it carefully, that the halakha is, or that the reality is, that a child cannot have children, which stands now as a mahlok, and ironically, not of doctors, and not of physicians or scientists, but of the hachamim, and the reading of the Torah, can a child have a child or not? Baruch <laughs> Adonai Amen